Welcome to our latest episode of Unreal Reptiles Podcast. I am flying solo to here today. Uh, Eden's down sick, but I'm lucky enough to be joined by Kurt from Progressive Pythons Australia and the also new yet-to-be-released Husbandry Wizard. How you doing, Kurt? Very good, very good. What's been happening? Oh, too much. <laughs> too much. Basically, just, uh, you know, usual reptile stuff and... Uh... Trying to do the app on the side as well. Uh, it's been very pushing. Okay, so the, 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 a lot of dive in there. So we've got the snakes. Um, and then what's this, an app? So, Husbandry Wizard. Um, what can you tell me about it? Glad you remember the name. <laughs> no, I did. I did. Uh, well, I've just been working through it, basically. Trying to get it trying to get as uh, user-friendly as possible, really. Um it's a long process. I've been doing it since January, so um, getting there now. We're uh, getting very close to release. Got to uh, get it get it perfect before I can release it, and then uh, once I release it, everyone can have a go at it. Fantastic. Now, take me back to the start. When did the app first come into your mind? When did you first decide, I think the hobby or hobbies need an app? Oh, probably December last year, I started thinking about it, and I thought, oh... Be a bad idea to get it out there and get the you know, Australian made, Australian uh, produced app out there and um, see if everyone uh, wants to get on board. And um, start investigating about December and then obviously with the uh, Christmas period, that wasn't worth trying to start over the Christmas period. So I'd um, wait till January and kicked it off. And um, yeah, been working at it hard ever since. It's like a like a second job at the moment. <laughs> How good. So, Husbandry Wizard, so for those who haven't had a good look at the Facebook page, what is the the app actually going to be designed to do? Uh, well, it's basically for anyone with reptiles, anyone with, uh, you know, lizards, frogs, whatever they want to put on there, even cattle breeders, they can use it, like dog breeders, anything like that. It's basically just a uh, data, um, call it a data recording app and things like that. You can put A record-keeping system. Sort of record-keeping, yeah. Things but like a lot that. more in-depth. Bit more in depth. If you if you want to go in depth, it's in depth. If you want to keep it simple, keep it simple. Okay. So in terms of you know yeah, husbandry, what's kind of the aim of the app? Who would you recommend this to? Uh, newbies, newbies could use it, and even your avid you know reptile keepers they could use it too if they want to go more in depth. Newbies can just use it to put in there all their animals and uh, keep all their uh, feeding schedules and their breeding schedules and. Even your incubation schedule, whatever you want to do, basically. But um, it's it's aimed at everyone, pretty much. I'm trying to keep it as easy and uh, well workable as possible. Yeah, okay. Because there are a few other apps out of there, um, you know. So it'll be good to have something new, something fresh. And obviously, you've had to play around on those other things and, and see where improvement needs to be made. Tell the truth, I haven't even looked at the other ones. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't even fiddled with them. But I've, I've had a bit of feedback from a few people. Who, um, you know, so they're a bit fiddly and things like that, a bit cumbersome, and uh, you know, got to go between pages to this and between pages to that. So I thought I'd just basically, um, yeah, produce an app uh, the way I want it and the way I, th- I would think a normal breeder would want it or a normal keeper would want it. Yeah, and um, make it as easy as possible to use. Alrighty, so then tell tell me a few features that you know us users get to look forward to. Uh, well, yeah, soon. I still don't have a release date, but it's going to be very very close. But um. 
Probably the first page is like your adult animal breeders page, so you can put all your adult animals in there to start with and um, uh, basically put in all their information from genetics to their um, background to their lineage. It's got like a family treat option in there where you can put like their parents in, their grandparents in if you want to go back that far. Um, basically trying to keep track of your genetic <coughs> lines, whether it be morphs or whatever you want to um, call it or whatever you're involved in, even if you're just a standard breeder. Just breeds normal wild types. At least you know who the parents bred what, and then um, go. That's from there. pretty cool. So you can almost add like yeah, like a full family tree through the app. So that's yeah. And you can also correct me if I'm wrong because I've had a little play. Uh, you can add pictures and things like that, so that you can you know jog that memory. To yeah, send it to you previously to have a bit of fiddle with. Basically, you can um, add pictures of the uh, parents, the grandparents, everything like that. You can even uh, even add a QR code to every single animal if you want to. It's basically up to you. If you want to go that far, and you can put the QR code printed out and stick it on the tub and everything like that, and you can just, you know, use your QR scanner, scan that tub, and it tells you everything about the animal, their feeding history, their lineage, their everything, basically, anything you want to put on there. You so can go you... as far as you want to go, or you can go as less as you want to go, kind of thing. Yeah, okay. So do you need to use the QR code system for it to work, or? No, no, not at all. That's just uh, an added bonus. If you want to go that far and use the QR code, you can. If you okay. don't, then just keep it simple, stupid, basically. Yeah, okay, so you can still just use the system and then just obviously have your tubs number, numbered 1 to 10, should I say, and then have that in the system. Is that how it kind of works? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, well, I do have um, <laughs> I do have uh, that page coming, but it's not uh, fully developed yet, so... Yeah, okay, you're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is it all going? Is there a lot of, you know, in-depth coding and, and, and things like that? Is it, I've never built an app before, so you, can you tell me... What it's like. <laughs> yeah, neither, neither had I before this, but uh, yeah, it's very uh, a lot more technical than I thought. You know, I've gone through the UI stage and the design stage and the, uh, this stage and that stage and everything else in between. And then, um, yeah, basically once you get a design through and you, you know, work out all the bugs that are in it and uh, get them fixed, there's other bugs that come up uh, with the coding <laughs> behind that. And then, yeah, coding's very fun, I found out um, now that I've started this and uh, continued on with it. But I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's that's basically the reason why it's taken a little bit longer than I expected it to, um, you know, come forth and be able to, you know, release it live. Yeah, of course. So right here, you've got the the program up for me. I'm having a little play around. Um, so I'm looking at the dashboard. Um, what's the benefits, you know, really of the incubation and the group feeding pages? Uh, well, basically, yes. The incubation page, you can put in uh, basically what bread to what and uh, what the eggs are and put a QR code on the actual tub, same scenario, oh, yeah. you want to go that far. Uh, and that pretty much brings up all the genetics behind those animals. But basically it just brings up um, what you input into it is how many eggs the actual snake has had, how many were viable, how many were slugs or infertile and things like that. And that information is basically kept in the cloud. So you can even look at it you know, back from use prior uh, obviously, once it comes out, you can look back on all the information and see what your girl did, you know, two years ago or a year ago, and, and see if it's uh, changed or if she's a you know, bad breeder or a good breeder or you know all that sort of scenario. But basically, it, the the basis of it is just data recording to um, yeah know what the past was and know what the genetics are and all that kind of stuff, basically. Okay, so that brings me on to my next thing. So, what happens if we sell an animal on? Or, you know, can we transfer the records to new owners? 
or is that something that... Yeah, you can do it two ways. You can do it the old version way where you just um, you know, send them photos and messages and bits and pieces or you can do it the QR code way. Through the app, you can basically uh, add a QR code to the animal. Yep. Put all the photos of the animal. You can put the photos of the parents. You can put the photos of the grandparents on there. You can put the feed list on there, which actually gets added automatically anyway once you do a QR code. All the information behind the hatchy uh, and their parents and the grandparents all gets added as soon as you basically uh, start a QR code for that animal. Okay. So basically anything you add to it in the future, you just uh, send them the actual QR code. They can scan that QR code and they get the uh, feed sheet. They get the pics of the actual animal itself. They get the pics of the parents. They get the pics of the grandparents. If you want to go back that far, it's up to you. Uh, it's just basically a sort of an easier option to you know send a prospective buyer. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense, rather than bits of paper flying around everywhere and all, you know, to the second of not not giving them anything, you know, it's nice to give them, it's nice to buy a hatchie and receive some form of records, and I know for myself in the past records are something I've really struggled with, so I'm quite excited to be able to um, give this program a try and implement it into my, you know, program, so. Well, as you would know, like selling hatchies, you've got to try to find the picture of that hatchie through a thousand pics in your phone and things like that, but. If you just go straight onto the app, that hatchy, click on it, there's a QR code, it's already got the pics added to it that you already added, mm. and you send straight straight to the buyer. Yeah, so, um, a bit so efficient, so simple, so easy. And that's and if you want to go down the version, you can still just uh, not add a QR code to an animal. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. It's up to you. And it gives you know the buyers a peace of mind knowing that they're going to get a hatchy that has clearly been cared for. There's photos. It's got its own profile. It's got feeding and shedding records and, and everything like that. I know for a fact that um, that would make me feel at ease that I'm buying an animal that's established and, and feeding really well. Correct. And I mean, you can date of birth. You know things like that. Uh, that's something I even get sloppy with. So it's, it's handy to have all the information built just all right there. That's the thing. Once you put it in the app, it's there. So, and it's always a, you know, eventually be the palm of your hands. First, it's going to come out as a, a web version, so you can only use yep. it on your PC and everything like that first. Uh, they've got to design it that way. <coughs> Sorry. Design it that way first, and then uh, the mobile side of it will come out afterwards. It won't be at any extra cost. It'll just be uh, a, an upgrade, basically. So the app's free? Uh, yeah, it's free for the first month. Yep. And it's free for up to five animals. Yep. Basically, and then after that, uh, after the first month, free. Uh, you can add as many animals as you want, and then there's different grades of prescriptions, basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Like any other app or any yeah, other, well, you know, platform where you're providing, provided a service, especially in a digital platform. Well, so. that's the thing. I've got to, I've got to um, store all that information that everyone <laughs> uses. It's going to cost a fortune, um, but that's all right. Uh, I've got to store all that information for everyone else, and that means that their information is actually... Uh, when they purchase a monthly prescription, that's their information. Like, yeah. It's not mine, it's theirs. Yeah. I can't see it. Uh, it's completely uh, private. Uh, it's their information. They get to use it. It gets saved in the cloud and it basically won't disappear. Yeah, okay. so yeah they, nice. They have that login and it's only a personal login through your email and things like that and you pay for it and you get a monthly, um, what is it, direct debit through yep. Stripe. Yep. I'm going through Stripe on this. Um, it's the uh, most... Uh, well, the easiest way to do it and most uh, protected way to do it. So. Yep. Yeah. Cool. How exciting. Is there anything that you want our listeners to, anything else to know about the app or any other features that you're excited about that we might not have touched on? Uh, I've started, well, that's what's taken me a little bit longer. I've um, started up a new group feed page on it. So basically um, for all the breeders out there that want to um, get hatchy uh, sheets going so you can basically put clutches in there 
that are now hatched and, and, and you're trying to feed them, instead of going back and forth through the animal page, you know, um, for each animal, you don't have to get, you know, vice versa into the animal So we don't page. need to go, let's, so let's put an example. So if you're feeding, you just hatched out a nice clutch of marbles and you're on snake one, you don't need to go try and feed a pinky to snake one, then record it and then go to the next page there's more of a system that you're working on that they're all in a list so it's a lot more easy to and accessible to to add your records to is that right that's exactly what i call it the group feed page yeah um basically yeah it's just a list you put that clutch in you click on that clutch it could be up to 100 animals or whatever in there um you feed them you can click multiple animals fed you know 10 animals fed on a pinky or you know one didn't so you just leave that one out and you add a response or whatever uh and then once you finish feeding that clutch you can go back and then grab the second clutch and then fit that clutch and same scenario it's just a complete list i'm basically just trying to make it a little bit easier and not like i would do with like um, um my own records that i normally keep um you're not going back and forth through pages trying to feed one animal at a time you're feeding a whole group of animals in one hit and is that also does that system implement same with say adult racks or <laughs> Ewing racks, or is it just hatches to start mm, off with? No, nah, mainly it's hatches to start okay. off with because your adults, like you would feed, you know, you don't have a group of adults that are, you know, a group of max or something like that. You know, most yeah, normal okay. people wouldn't anyway. I yeah, I'm like us. <laughs> but um, yeah, the animal page slight different. Like it's a it's an individual page, whereas you're fed this animal, you fed that animal, whatever. You you, you can um, tick and. Uh, uh, Nominate which animals you feed because you might not feed all adults at the same yeah, that's time. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, but with hatches, normally you're feeding the whole group at the same time. So I'm trying to make it a bit more simple, uh, less back and forth through pages, and just um, yeah, one page does all kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Or one list does all. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, so it's coming out on um, the computer first and then an app later on. Yeah, so, well, it's still an app, so it's an app on your PC, so web-based. Uh, it'll be web-based to start with. You can still purchase through the App Store and things like that, but it'll still only be web-based. And then after that, um, they've got to make it uh, basically fit the screen of a phone, basically is what I've been told. So they're uh, bringing out the um, phone-based scenario directly after that. And like I said, it's not going to cost any, any extra or anything like that. That's uh, just how it works, i found. Alrighty, now don't shoot me if I ask. Now when can it, people expect to be able to have a play around? Uh, I was waiting for this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really, well, it should already be out by now, but like I said, it's it's, it's a prolonged period of uh, time that's uh, gone longer than I expected because of uh, so many issues in behind the coding and design and uh, UIs and APIs and all sorts of things behind the scenes. But um, I'm hoping mid-December. I'm hoping it'll be out yeah, mid-December, cool. basically. That's, uh, that's a guesstimate. <coughs> On Christmas my, on gift. my side, yeah. yeah, that's on my side. That's what I'm hoping. Um, and yeah, I've just got to get the uh, the designs right and everything uh, kosher because I want it to be fully operable before I release it. Yeah, of course, you want everything to be right. Yeah, gonna, at the moment, it's we're not going to punish you for that. <laughs> well, what you're looking at the moment is prototype. It's it's, yeah, it's still yeah. not even live. It's just prototype. It's um, not even web based. Um, it's just a sandbox basically. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now, lucky last question for the app. Why should people use your app, Kurt? Makes uh, it easier. Streamlined scenes, you know, paper everywhere that you have to uh, look back on. You have to um, find all your records from years ago. Basically, um, eventually when it's on your phone, it'll be literally in the palm of your hand. You can look up a photo of your snake that you want to sell or uh, an adult that you want to show someone, things like that. It'll have everything on there. 
uh, basically in the palm of your hand and you, you can look at it anytime you want or show anyone anytime you want. Um, yeah, it just makes it uh, all-encompassing sort of um, record-keeping uh, scenario, basically, like instead of, you know, like I said, having paperwork everywhere like I do. And uh, looking back at my breeding records in a book or whatever, I've got to, you know, go through the pages and work out what's going on. I can just look up on the uh, app and there it is. Oh, good stuff. Makes it simple. I know that I like the idea of simplicity. Makes it very easy. I know with record keeping, it can get messy with paper. So I've probably got hundreds of books where I've tried to start to keep records or at least this way it's all central. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to use this. So. The idea is to save time, basically. Like, so yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. That's my uh, my mantra, and um, I'm hoping it um, ends up that way. I mean, I, I guess going back to being a buyer as well, you know, it offers you that peace of mind that you know you're with you're with a, a breeder that clearly takes pride in their work, in their lines, and in their animals they're producing, and you know by, by you know using a simple a sim- system like this. Um, really just, yeah, it just really takes it to the next level, so that's good. Yeah, you can see, like I said, you can see the pics, you can see the feed sheets, everything like that, it's good record keeping, uh, makes it easy for people to keep records if they couldn't be bothered writing stuff down, uh, like me most times. Mm. <laughs> you just hit, you know, touch a button and it's done. How good. Now, to the fun stuff. Not that that wasn't fun, that was great fun. <laughs> <coughs> we love book work. Um, so, to the snakes... I mean, wait, sorry, sorry. Is there anything else about the app you'd like to touch on? Uh, well, probably the only other bonus of the, um, which is the last, <coughs> last page, well, when everyone sees it, will be the last page of the app is the archive page. So when you sell something, you can take them off the, your normal feeding list, basically. Oh, yeah, of course. Straight in the archive list. It's there. You can still see the records, uh, still view the records, you know, if anyone has any issues. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not that many so, hatch- do, so sometimes hatchies, when they go to new homes, they don't acclimatise too well. Different setups, different ambient temperatures in the room. They might be near a window, things like that. And then obviously hatchies can sometimes be a bit fussy and just stress out. So yep. every now and again, you get a, a hatchie that comes back or off, need to offer a little bit of guidance. So Yeah, you can look back on the records and see how it fed, what it fed on. You know, like I'm very you know, studious with my uh, record keeping, so I know exactly... How each animal fed, what it did, how it struck, how, if it wrapped, if it did this or whatever. I'm, I'm very uh, uh, OCD in the actual record keeping uh, factors of uh, especially hatchies. Obviously, adults you feed and they eat kind of thing, but uh, hatchies I uh, like to record everything. And um, yeah, you can still look at the records back uh, after the date of uh, selling your animal, and you can still archive them to get them off your list. So there's not as many to go through. Sort of when you're searching for the next animal to feed. Yeah, makes sense. Cool. Makes it easy. Happy days. So, everyone, um, Husbandry Wizard, December, hopefully. Yeah, there's a Facebook page, Husbandry Wizard User Group at the moment. Uh, I've got the majority of uh, the pages up there. I haven't updated it recently because I've been way too freaking busy with breeding season and uh, trying to get this app over the line, but uh, you can have a look at it on there. Um, I do have a website. There's not much there. It's just a starter website for the uh, app to eventually be uploaded to. And we can go from there, basically. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of it and I'm uh, happy where it's at now. I'm just hoping um, I can get it out there. 
No, we're all really, really, uh, use it. <laughs> really excited. I know I've spoken to a few people and they're all uh, keen to give it a go. So yeah, I've had good feedback from you know the people that have been viewing the page and, and watching the page uh, with my updates. I'm only just you know putting updates up there so people can see what's going on and uh, what sort of pages and what, you know some sort of scenario about what they can um, envisage is going to happen when I release it. Yeah, then... and it's not just a reptile uh, reptile keeping program, is it? It's uh, you could use it with. Myself, like Frenchies or dogs, birds, exactly anything, lizards, and livestock, even if you really wanted to. Cattle breeder could use it if you wanted to. Yeah, you just add in whatever you want. Um, most of it's a uh, free text area sort of thing, so you basically put in what you want into the app and it spits it out. Yeah, kind cool. of thing. Good stuff. Now, you mentioned earlier busy with the breeding season. I gotta ask what you got cooking this season. Oh, that's my problem. <laughs> As you know, I've got a job, and then I've got my hobby. Uh, yeah. Breeding snakes and keeping snakes, as I have done for 20 plus, 25 plus years now. And then I've got this app on top of it, so it's, yeah, it's been very busy. But, um, um, yeah, having probably the biggest season I've ever had, so it's uh, all accumulated. But um, getting there. Um, had plenty of eggs. Uh, I'm still about a month off anything really hatching. Um, unlike you, with your clutch today. Yeah. yeah I give it a crack clutch. here. I, I give it a crack, crack here or there, so. Yeah. Thanks for the credit. Yeah. It's <laughs> a nice clutch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I've still just got eggs in the incubator at the moment, so I'm just literally anticipating what's going to hatch out at the start of the month is my first clutch. Sorry, end of the month, I should say. End of the month is, is my first clutch. So you've got a few that are already out. What um, what do you find usually lays first at your place in terms of, you know, species? Uh, usually the children I. Yep. So you're more your marble stuff. Yeah, my, my blizzards, um, things like that um, usually pop out first. So. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to it. I've got a fair few blizzard um animals uh that dropped this season so it'll be interesting to see what the uh ratios are put it that way in um, terms of the ratios of marbles or ratios of white patch blizzards no uh, yeah the the, the the white patch on the blizzards basically yeah nice. um uh, what i've found over the years and what i'm doing this season will be interesting it's not really going to prove anything out but uh, it'll, it'll prove out my uh thought process on blizzard cross blizzard basically yeah yeah, cool. So, do you have any children's left to lay now, or or yours finished? No, literally two days ago was my last um, our marble, um, which is um, kind of Mac cross children, I but uh, yeah, it just dropped two days ago. I think it was okay. And um, then, so now, do you kind of uh, transition to a period where all the Macs slash spotteds are starting to drop, and then the stimmies, or no, they already dropped. <laughs> what else? <laughs> the Macs between. or the stimmies, or all of them? Uh, I'm still waiting for the stimmies. I've still yeah. got some stimmies to go. Um, I've had two stimmies drop so far. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I've got a few more stimmies to go yet. So. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, they're uh, they're the special ones. Yeah, <laughs> put it yeah. that way. That's it. <laughs> what about, uh, and then all your Macs have started dropping already and, and things like that, and are they finished up or are they still going? Yeah, what have I got left? I've got, uh, no, I've probably got two more Macs to go. Uh, they're really late, which is odd for Macs, but um, yeah, probably got two more Macs to go and the Stimmies pretty much. Yeah, Everything nice. else has dropped, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, uh, what sort of exciting combos or hatches are you expecting this season? Oh, I'm really looking forward to what comes out of the blizzards. Yep. Uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, see 
What sort of scenarios come out of uh, the breedings I've done this season? Uh, it, it's kind of proven it out in my own mind what's what and what's where, but um, also the Albino Marbles, I'm really looking forward to um, seeing what mm. comes out of those guys. Haven't produced a double visual yet, unfortunately, and I don't think anyone else has that I'm aware of. So what are the odds on for people who aren't too familiar with, um, you know, genetics and, and ratios and things like that on a double head to double head breeding? So 100% head out, 100% head marble. Good question. You've been breeding for 25 <laughs> years, Kurt, haven't you? Yeah, good question. That That is a, a, a very good question because it's about a one in 16 chance. Uh, I've bred them two seasons this is now my third season for the abn models last season was terrible um I ended up having one egg hatch and that was it mm-hmm. um uh, for all sorts of different scenarios most girls liked out i don't know it wasn't a good season for those guys everything else was good but those guys just went uh terrible last season but this season is looking really good so um yeah i'm hoping for that one in 16 chance to um pop out a double visual so in the clutch you can expect uh one in four albino one in four marble and then one in 16 albino marble, and then the rest of the clutch will be uh, normal type uh, Antaresia mixed looking creatures that could be uh, possibly double head. Correct. I say mixed looking creatures, I'll just say double heads. Okay. <laughs> wild, wild type double heads. I mean, they'll be, uh, well, these guys, because they're 100 across 100% double heads, so they'll be uh, 66% uh, wild type. Double heads, yeah, okay. basically. So nice. Usually they're the majority of the clutch, and then, yeah, you so get still all the foundation in between. Uh well yeah I'm I'm I've got a couple of albinos out that are now bred so I've put an albino post marble back over uh, a double head female yeah okay nice um, so I'll, I'll be that's what I'm really looking forward to that clutch hatching or those two clutches hatching yeah see what the actual visual post male will produce and then if yeah. I can prove him out basically yeah how exciting would that be. That'd be so cool. <laughs> if he if he proves out to be marble, then uh, that'd be good. Uh, be I think yeah, marble as well as albino. So. I think your chances dropped. I think it's one in eight. Then yeah, yeah. So yeah, one in eight for a double visual. So yeah. if he proves out, that'd be really good. So increase this double double your chance. So yeah, that'd be good. From what I know, I'm the only one with an albino plus uh, marble and slash hundred percent heads. So um, there's probably other people out there that've got them and uh, not. Maybe not showing anyone, but uh, they're the only ones I've seen around. There's a lot of people out there with 66s and things like that, but yeah, see what happens. Yeah, good. Um, it'd be interesting to see what an albino marble actually looks like. Like, no one knows, and even myself, uh, you know, you think about it, but you know, it could be completely different to what you think, so. I think um, the marble, the variation from hatchy to adult is just so far, far apart that it would make the development, especially in albino form, very, very fun to watch. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. I think there'd be a colour change in there, basically. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. I think if you put it, especially if you put it into a marble line that does have a bit of peppering, I think that peppering, what it's going to translate to in the albino form, will be something very special. Yes, well, especially for the double visual, but even like your, your, your marble that's then pos head. Uh, sorry, well, it depends which which way you go, but posset alb or 100% alb, uh, it'll be still interesting to see them grow as well. They'll yeah. be probably like a sand of marble and you know, change colour and everything, that same scenario. I wonder if a bit of Mac influence will change the look of the marble. Never thought about that, yeah. That's, yeah. That, that, that could be, yeah. I always just thought about the double <laughs> <laughs> or the albino. Um, yeah, yeah, so like a, a marble with a bit of Mac in it, that could be um, 
Yeah, that could be a different scenario as well. Who knows? Who knows? I've literally I've bred them what two seasons now. One season is good. One season is bad. This is my third season. It's again good, and I've only produced one marble. Yeah, we are double heads, and they're hundred percent double heads. So even so, that's one in four chance. How many eggs do you reckon you had? You've had. Oh, the first season I had. uh, What I have. Trying to think back. First season I would have had about oh, 32 eggs or something like that. Okay, and, then... and I still I didn't produce one marble, and they're from my own stock. They're 100% double head albino marbles. So, they so up one. until now, you've probably had about 50 eggs from the project, and one in four chance of a marble, and you've only hatched how many? One. How? That's bizarre, but yeah, no, I've only had 32 the first season. The second season was terrible. Um, a few slugged out and I decided to go MI and a couple of others and that didn't turn out too well and I ended up with um, one coming out which is the marble mm-hmm. literally from last season and um, that's it so, but this season's a bit of a different scenario it's just crazy when you start talking about odds you know like you know you just see you see it sway one way and then another way you know like that's you gotta remember every single egg it, even though you've got 12 eggs, if you've got one in four chance, it doesn't mean you're going to get three. It means that every single egg has a one in four chance. That's exactly right. And that's what the bizarre thing was. Like, these are my, like, they're my stock animals. So I knew they were 100% alb, 100% marble. And yet I didn't produce a marble in the first season at all. I'm like, what the hell? Mm. Not one marble from 32 eggs? Surely you get one marble from 32 eggs? Nope. I got all double hats, and I got two albinos. Ah, uh, sorry, three albinos. Yep. And that was it. That's all the rest were double hat, or 66 percent double hat. And then the second season was terrible, so I'm not going to talk about that. I got one marble out, and that was it. And this season it'll be interesting because um, I've got a fair few more this season, so I'll be interested in see what actually pops out. And um, a few marbles will be good. You know, add to the mix. Yeah, how good. Now speaking on spotteds. What other spotted projects have you got going? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, platinum granites like usual. So I've got my platinum granites going again this season. Uh, Where are we up to with that project? Oh, four, I don't know how many platinum granites have popped out, but they're, you know, we platinum... Are we at platinum granite, the platinum granite yet, or where are we at? No, no, no. So still a year or two away from that? I've done a few secret squirrel uh, <laughs> clutches um, <laughs> with, with um, a few guys in between and things like that, so I haven't really gone platinum granite across platinum granite. I've just, um, yeah, stuck with the uh, the parents again this season. And over two seasons, I produced, what was it, seven platinum granites, so it's not too bad with... Incomplete dominance seems to bring out the double visual uh, Is that, sorry, is that more. super platinum granites or is that just platinum? No, no, they're just double heads or, or should I say they're platinums. Yeah. 100% head uh, granites. Okay. Parents. So big grades. They yeah. They're platinums. So platinums. Platinums are produced uh, at a 100% head uh, granite and they produce uh, platinum granites. So yeah. they are platinums. Uh, they, they do look like a, a Mac to the normal trained eye. Do you want to take a guess on answer that one? <laughs> no, I don't want to take the... But the incomplete dominance... <laughs> that, that's a good thing about the incomplete dominance side of it. Like, I really like that because it actually brings up your odds literally from, like, 1 in 16 to 1 in 8. Yeah, it's 1 in 8. With double visuals. So I haven't even looked into it. Yeah, right. so if you go, if you go platinum, het granite, platinum, het granite, you got, um, the, you'll get a few supers... You get a few platinums and you'll get a few sibs or flash 
uh, normal looking type. Yeah, of course. I've thought about that way, but never And then the it's odds. one in four for the, the granite side. Yeah, so, so super would be one in eight. Yeah, super's one in eight. Yeah, yeah, so a super is platinum it? granite. Is that one in 16? A uh, super would be one in six. Oh, I would have thought. I don't know, I never really thought about it. Super probably one in 16, but then your I mean, platinum granite would be one in eight. So you platinum granite. I dug my own hole here. <laughs> yeah, no. You're making me think about it on the spot. Platinum, right. platinum granite should be one in eight, and a super platinum granite, uh, no, it depends if a super's in the mix as well. Yeah. If you've got a super it. in the mix, it's a different story, but yeah. just a straight double hex like mine, um, it should be, uh, I think, one in eight for a super and one in four. I think for just yeah, a just straight yeah, platinum yeah. granite. Yeah, you're right there. There we go. Basically. We're on. Yeah. So. We're on. Oh, I'm literally thinking on the, on it's the, the, the top of my head here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's dominant, right. So. It's incomplete dominant. And everything else will be platinum. Uh, and also you've got your granites that are then um, straight granites because there's no uh, platinum in if they're not platinum granites. Yeah, yeah. So. so it's a cool little clutch. So you've got essentially four different animals you can get out. Or three. Yeah, three. Platinum. Oh, no. Platinum. Four. You get, you get actually a lot more. So you get normal wild type, you get normal wild type granites, you get platinums, you get platinum granites, you get supers, supers. you get super granites, or super platinum super granites. Super granites, there's six that's six. Animals, yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty cool clutch. Yeah, when you think about it, uh, I, I just enjoy breeding. <laughs> that's it. I, I think that's what I'm trying to like take away, you know, just the, you know, breed for things that you like and you're passionate about and it's exciting, you know, odds, I love odds, you know. It excites me. So it's do I, it's always fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I just love when you you're cutting into a clutch and you know you've got eight different possibilities of um, <laughs> animals you're gonna get. So that's uh, it gets really exciting. So yeah, and that's what my secret squirrel clutches uh, <laughs> this season will be doing. So, what can you share any stimmy projects or that all? There's that all off limits. Nah, you got the T plus stimmies. They're still looking interesting. Yeah, I got T plus stimmies. Coming. That's the Snake Ranch Ray line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the line that I pr- produced a fair few of the other uh, few seasons ago. They're yeah, super gonna... nice, nice orange ones. Your animals, aren't they? Yeah, got a cl- yeah, got a few clutches of them going this season. Um, they're uh, yes, yeah, super high orange uh, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, uh, I've only seen my guys compared to a couple that I've seen at shows and things like that, but they're very uh, high orange. Anyone that remembers my nice orange boy, Kurt's uh, Schmick, they're very on par. So, um, yeah, if you're looking to get some of them. Don't hit me up, but they're already sold. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, literally, they're already sold. There the whole, you go. The whole two clutches, uh, they haven't even hatched yet, so it depends what hatches out of them. I don't count my chickens first, but yeah. I just told the person that if they want them, they're there, so um, yeah, they want them. There Whatever comes out, so I won't have them at the shows, but I have other things, so. <laughs> right. You never know. <laughs> yeah. um, and then children's, you got your marbles, you got your, your uh, blizzards. Um, any other combos, any T-plus table stuff, any... Yeah, what are you up to with the, the marbles? Got my, got my table stuff coming out again this season. Got two double-hit uh, table girls down. Um, I also got a, uh, what is it, Carruthers table mail, across Carruthers table, T-plus, 100% hit marble as well. See what comes out of there, see if we can pop out any of those mosaic special things that he pops out. Oh, yeah, so what do you think's happening with them? Uh, I think they are what they are. <laughs> they're, they're, they're mosaics. They're certainly not um, paradox because they're reproducible. So a reproducible paradox is a mosaic. So and he's done it for years now, and uh, good luck to him. He's done really well. And so um, be interesting to pop one out myself. Uh, I think I popped a table out last season. She's only got sort of one sort of small patch on her, but um, 
You've had that. So fun. You've had that mosaic Chimera hatch out before in your line, though, haven't you? Yeah, well, <laughs> unfortunately not mine. I sold um, a, a visual and a hat to uh, someone in Wagga. Uh, good old Trent Wallace out there. Bit of a shout out. And he's, um, he breeds some pretty nice bloomers. <laughs> and, and some nice, uh, well, whether you call them mosaic or, or paradox um, marbles. They're straight marbles. They've got no tail, no uh, T plus in them. So yeah, no nice. in them. Uh, straight from my line, and that's what I put um, Carruthers Table Mail that I've got uh, from his line of mosaics over my line to see if they're compatible, basically. And so far, I produced one table with some uh, markings on it, so they seem compatible, but it's only one season. I don't go off one season, so. How cool is that going to be? to see what this season produces. Like, uh, yeah, I've got, I don't know, how many eggs in the incubator, but uh, <laughs> enough to get some sort of. Um, Results out of yeah, you'd think, <laughs> and then obviously his his uh, table across uh, one of his T plus hundred percent. It's uh, from his line of mosaics as well. So yeah, um, nice. Only small clutch from her, but um, again, see what happens. Yeah, cool. It's supposed to be from his mosaic line, so yeah, nice visual cross visual. He usually does visual cross hat, so let's see what happens. Yeah. Any other projects? Any other people you know that are breeding some cool projects to touch on? I mean, have you got anything else that, you know, other uh, than we've touched on? Venom Staff's got some nice um, Windora T Plus going. Uh, yeah, they're like quite his. nice. They're, they're, they're a lot brighter than I thought they'll be. They're, he's they're been refining nice. them for a few years now, hasn't he? Yeah, he's on to, oh, I think it's his second or third season refining mm. them, basically. Um, they're looking yeah, pretty damn nice. Um, and they get better as they age, pretty much. So. Oh, really? Yeah, they're, they're, they're nice uh, animals. What line were they from? Uh, Leary, I think it is. Leary line? Yeah, I know which ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't he know bred heaps of... Uh, no, I know. He, he bred heaps of uh, Albino Max as well back in the day. I oh, remember. Okay. Yeah, he's from up in Queensland way. Oh, okay. Nice fella. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about him. I haven't really um, had anything to do with the Leary line kind of stuff. Uh, it's actually only the last couple of years I've heard about it, so... Um, but yeah, no, uh, Venom Staff's doing um, yeah, a pretty smick job at producing them, and he's all, oh, I don't know how many clutches he's got out this season, he sent me a fair few uh, pictures of clutches hatching, so he's got a fair few out there. <laughs> yeah, nice. You have a fair few for sale at the uh, up-and-coming shows. What shows are on? You mentioned the shows a few times, there's a fair few next year in... Uh, in New South Wales, isn't there? Yeah, so... Oh, I'll put you on the spot here, you don't need a... No, off the... Yeah, I'm just trying to think. There's a standout one. I think that's in, like, uh, end of Feb. Yeah. Like, 25th or 26th of Feb or something around, yeah. from memory. And then there's so, a... February, that's quite early in the year. Will you have hatches available and ready by then? Or... Oh, I'm hoping so, but I, I took my time this season. There wasn't really much of a rush, so I've got, like I said, mine haven't even hatched yet. They're sort of due to hatch in the uh, end of this month, and that's the first clutch. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I like to get them... Yeah, feeding well, 10, 10 pinkies, 10... Um, unassisted. Unassisted feeds, basically, whatever it be, pinkies, velvets, whatever. Um, it'd be very pushing <laughs> to get it to February and get them... Maybe you could take a few for display and people can uh, put orders in and, and things like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will have some available. There'll be yeah. some um, very good feeders and things like that that'll be um, ready to go. Um they don't all have to have 10 feeds, but some of them are very, you know, you know astute feeders and you know they're confident, so they're, they're ready to go. Um, but then there's, I think it's like March, the VHS, and then there's um, like 17th of March or something, is Penrith, I think. It's, I'm not sure if it's uh, actually booked in or not, but 
Yeah. Been told it's like around about the 17th of March, and then there's like the Easter show, things like that, and then the Illawarra, and then I think Queensland after that, from memory. So. I think there's even rumours of a uh, mid North Coast or. Yeah, I heard that one. I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, I haven't seen anything yet either. It'd be, it'd be nice to have one around Newcastle, I think. No, I think that's what's. Uh, whoever's planning it is the, uh, the plans, but uh, whether it happens or not. Yeah, I don't know either, but it'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be really nice. And are you. Um, what about the app? Would you be willing to go to the exit with that? Uh, that's my plan. I'm planning, I'm hoping to get a table right beside my, uh, breeding table and, um, yeah, um, put it out there. People can check it out, uh, uh, yeah, ask any questions they want to know and I can answer them. Uh, I can hopefully show them a demo if I pull my finger out and get a you know, <laughs> TV behind me and things like that and plug in my computer and, um, yeah, people can ask some questions. They can demonstrate bits and pieces if they want, they're interested in um, getting involved in that. And yeah, yeah. Uh, the more people that get involved in it, the better. Like, um, yeah, it's it's only going to stay out there if uh, people get involved in it. So, I think the biggest hurdle I've found when when breeding animals and reptiles and and then you know selling the offspring and you know I find records for me and and a lot of people the hardest thing. To get right, you know, especially you know, making sure that the animal's being looked after, you know, had the correct vaccinations, the right amount of food, you know, things like that. So vaccinations, you're thinking about dogs. I'm thinking dogs, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh yeah, it may as well. It'd be a good way. I'm horrible with the French records. It's, oh, uh, at least you put all your genetics in there. Exactly right. Yeah. So oh, good point. Good yeah. Point. So. It's something that I'm very excited for, even though oh, I don't really do many French. I mean, <laughs> years ago when I actually used to buy animals, I've, I've got a close collection these days and I've had for many years now. Um, yeah, I found that was a problem is buying something off someone and they say they'll send this, the feed sheet to me or, you know, they say it's... Uh, you know, I'm pretty guilty. I'm just going to jump in there now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, don't include me, but... <laughs> yeah, back, back in the day, they say it's had five good feeds or whatever and, you know, you're waiting for that feed sheet to come through a week Two weeks later, you message the person, as in those days, it was text message, I'm talking about years ago. Uh, you know, text them and they still don't send anything through and you're just like, oh, what, how and what was this animal feeding on? How was it feeding? Uh, you know, all the different scenarios that you go through in your head and just bugger it and you eventually get the animal feeding you your own way. But, uh, yeah, going back to the app, yes, it'll make it a lot easier. You can just send the feed sheet with the animal and the photos and everything that people want to look at and they've already got it. So buy the animal from the photos and everything they see on the QR code, or even if you just send it manually, it doesn't matter, you can still download the feed sheet and send it to them. Um, they'll see it, and they'll be able to go from there. Yeah, cool. Makes nice. it easier. Uh, like I said, it's quick and easy um, way to do it. Um, I need to actually look into that, but yeah, uh, it makes it easier to just send information about the, the single animal that they're interested in, or the pair, or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's a good thing about technology. Updates, improvements. Yeah, I guarantee there'll be updates. 100%. There'll be, there'll be plenty of improvements, though. plenty of updates, everything like that with the app. Um, I'm even just thinking <laughs> about an update right this second. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, yeah, we'll go from there. But um, I'm just I'm just really hoping to get it live by you know, mid-December because I really want it out there for everyone's hatchies and things like that. They can start using it for the spreadsheets and everything in there. Within the uh, group feeding page and everything, they can, um, yeah, just... Yeah, make it easy to keep the records and, and easy to pass them on. Yeah, good stuff. That's 
that's yeah, that's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other cool projects in the ant world that we should touch on? Give some people some credit. I feel like we should share some love. I'm just trying to think. What else is out there? Uh, there's uh, a few uh, um, snow-looking albinos and grey-looking antaresia floating around lately. Mm, good point. I think some credit's due to those out there working on the exanthic lines. And, you know, someone will say they haven't proved them out yet, but in my opinion, they have. Pretty close. <laughs> Looking at the photos, anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I find, I find it interesting that, you know, so many of us, I'll say us, include us in this conversation, mm-hmm. you know, have popped out cool uh, mutations. So, I don't know, it's just cool that it's all popped out at the... Um, out of the albino line, you know, and that so many of us are working on it and, you know, fine a lot, fine tuning, um, you know, these cool mutations. Yeah, well, who's working on the snow? Is what, Tristan? Tristan? Yeah, Tristan James. James, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Tristan James. He's coach reptiles. Yeah, he's working on the snows and Birchie, he's, he's been yeah. working on the snows for a few years and now. And isn't there uh, Brett? Modra? Yeah, yeah, you read some nice. I don't know how to say his last name, but yeah. 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 Modra, I call it. Then he's had some nice ones. Yeah. Over the years, and I think it's probably the first book. He was one of the first. If not Birchy, up anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Those lavender-looking snow things—they're insane. Yeah, I always remember his um yeah lavender-looking hatchy that was up on the rocks. Remember? Yeah. Pebbles, wasn't it? Pebbles, rocks, something. That's what I mean. Jesus Christ! Come on. What else is there? What about your leopards? They're going good. They're yeah, going good. Come on, Patience. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in uh, your house here with this uh, old podcast here. I've seen how good they're going. Patience is uh, not virtue. my... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's not what I'm good at, but I'm, you know, taking things slow and fine-tuning. And, you know, like I said, there's a few other weird and wonderful things popping out of them now. Um, and, you know, whether I investigate those as well we, we shall see but i'm really just trying to fine-tune you know the leopards and improving and, and it out and then you know providing something that i although it's not a game changer i think it will do a lot of um uh, very good things uh to other mutations to clean them up you know you see what um platinum has done for granite you know how crazy is the difference between a um platinum and then, you know, a platinum granite. So it'll be interesting to see what it does to a couple of these other morphs. I think you're being a bit modest there. I think uh, the not a game changer thing is a bit <laughs> modest. Per se, when I've seen him in, uh, in person. But anyway, um, I'll let you go with that one. <laughs> so, no, it's good fun. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. They're, they're amazing animals and I just really... Um, I've let go a couple to a couple of people that are close to me, um, so they're working on them as well, so it's not just myself, but um, it's good to see where it's going, and um, like I said, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I know um, what's going on with them, but a little bit more time and I'll be 101%. So, time for me to throw a few questions out there in this old podcast. Um, oh no. What do you think their genetic trait of a straight leopard is? 
So I, I, I think I think the the it's incomplete dominance. I think it works similar to a to say the platinum. You know, you've got your normal wild type. You've then got a leopard, and then you've got a super leopard. So um, we're just trying to really work out. Um, you know that that that, that is the case, um, and then how do you, how do you grade between you know sometimes a leopard and a super leopard because sometimes you've got really nice leopards and you've got some really dull super leopards. So it's just trying to work out uh, where the where the lines meet. Um, could there be other mutations in there that are throwing it a little bit you know around the corner maybe? So that's again why it's taking a bit of time. But you know, like I said, a bit of patience. You know, you got to prove it out fully. Yeah, making sure it's right. So, done multiple outcross for people that would like to know multiple. Um, and I can concur. Yeah, with that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So multiple outcrosses to unrelated animals. So we're we're very close. So it'll be good. And without like I don't know, delving or too much into it <clears throat> on your side of it, where where did they originate from? Is is my question. Yeah, so pretty much, um, oh, I've been working on the project now for about nine, ten years. Um, back in the early days when I, you know, was just keeping reptiles, maybe had a clutch or two here, here or there. I quite liked my wheat belt stimmies at the time. Had a few Pilbara stimmies as well, um, and I and I liked. I didn't have a lot of Macs actually. Um, I had one. I called her Macca. She was a, a big, uh, one of my first spotted pythons, and she was a monster. Um, but anyway, I'm going off track. I, I, I decided to, um, get a few more Max and, you know, I, I, and I once saw this animal for sale one day and it was just unbelievable. It had a real iridescence to it. Um, and I just thought, look at this, how good is it? I originally got it as a male <laughs> it turned it out to be a female. Um, and yeah, at the time I didn't have any other animals than an albino, a head albino Mac. So... I paired her, well, actually, it was a him, so I paired him to a girl, and, and no luck, obviously, and then tried to combat him, and and he took a liking, so worked out that it was actually a female, and, and paired that to a head alb, and um, yeah, so the whole clutch was outcrossed uh, pos head albinos, and kept them back, and bred them, and kept them back, and then bred them, and kept them back, and here we are now. From there, <laughs> so yeah, quite a crazy story. Yeah, but, just from a, a random Mac. Yes, she she didn't like. You, you saw something different in it, was it the? Yeah, it was. It was what this, I this, call the tricolored patches that I'm seeing. Yeah. Let, let me just ask this question before we go into that. Once I say tricolor, there is no stimmy in this line, yeah. Yeah, no stimmy, pure Mac. Yep. Okay. So my albino line originates from you know obviously the early days snake ranch albinos crossed to um kurt and jason at the times cape york bond line uh, the albinos 100 yeah 100 het 100 you you paired an albino to a cape york blonde yeah. and i got one of the hatches from that yeah now i'm going to show you this animal here and as you can see see the iridescence on it jesus and see how you can't tell if the animal's dark or if it's actually a different color yeah that that's the that's what I saw in the original female. Right. No one can see this, obviously. No, no. <laughs> just but it's just that. It's just yeah. You can you can see it when you're looking at it, and yeah. So, um, what were we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> leopards. Yeah, leopards. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm very interested in it. So I come up here 
uh, for podcasts and I see the uh, progress in the project and it, uh, they're very, very, very interesting um, project. He says it's not going to change anything in the end. Well, but I uh, very much differ towards that. We're talking about blondes and it made me really excited. I really <laughs> like blondes. The snakes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got off the track of leopards. You went on the blonde leopards um, and then you're back to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> blonde leopards, they're a story. Uh, How good are blondes? Honestly, just pure blonde max. We'll go take the attention off the leopards. Um, but uh, blonde, uh, I feel like blonde spotteds are making a bit of a comeback. And someone who's bred a lot of blondes in yourself, myself, who still has a soft spot for blonde spotted pythons, <laughs> I'm going to be clarified. Um, I've got a few really nice blonde. Uh, B-grade Platinums and Blonde Posset Albinos, which I'm very excited to breed next season. So. Which most likely come from my ultimate Blonde they, they, line, they, I reckon. They, they do, they do. They, it's from um, that original that original animal from Kurt. Um, and then I bred that to a Blonde, got Blondes. Bred that Blonde to another Blonde, got Blondes. And then keeping the, but keeping the Albino in it as well. So that's yeah, so where I'm up to now. So they're sixty six percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're from a blonde head out to a blonde head out. So, so you just keep my ultimate, I just, ultimate blonde line going. I just, I'm just refining that. that blonde. <laughs> I've got I've got one that is a, a more of a classic blonde, so more of like an orange base, uh, with that nice brown blotching. And then I've got a more reduced pattern one. Uh, um, and then I've also got one that's a bit more funky. So just like random bit more random pattern um, but real still really nice base blonde color yeah i've got a soft spot for the blondes i wish i uh, actually kept mine back but usual story too many projects not enough room gotta sell stuff off move stuff on and uh progress with the other projects um yeah my ultimate blonde line were spectacular back in the day they were like ninth tenth i think i sold you tenth generation did that say yeah they were tenth tenth cross albino weren't they eleven as well uh, no, the 9th or 10th. Because so I got one that was, I got a, a single male from the 9th, and then I got a pair from the 10th. Yeah, I only went to 10th, and then I think I pretty much sold them after that, because yeah. I was moving on to other projects, what it was at the time. But uh, yeah, I still wish I actually had some of those 10th generation blondes, because they were magic. And uh, I've still got photos of them on my phone slash computer, and yeah, you know, I look back at them every now and then, and yeah. <laughs> regret moving on, but eventually, you know, you run out of room, too many projects, all that jazz. So. Oh, room, let's not, let's not talk about it, there's going to be a few yeah. holdbacks coming. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm sitting in your massive hatchy room at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I know, so, yeah. good fun. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Anything else to mention that's going on in the hobby, anything else you can think about? We'll try and get on and do these more often, it's just where... So busy between work and uh, building apps and <laughs> yeah, timing. Yeah, feeding snakes. So yeah. too far apart. If you're around the corner, it would happen a lot, lot more often. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We <laughs> Maybe you need to move to Penrith. We'd, we'd run out of things to talk about. And <laughs> no, thank you. I shall not be moving to Penrith. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to move up here, but I, yeah. Anyway, um, oh, who else is out there? Uh, I'm just trying to think of some shout outs, really. Uh, like I said, Trent Wallace, he's doing some good stuff with some um, of uh, Mosaic slash Paradox stuff from my line. Mm. Um, they're, they're looking magic, some of those, and he's um, put a few more together, I think, again this season. I'm not sure if he's done visual cross-visual, I think still het cross-visual. Um, uh, who else is out there, really? Oh, there's heaps of people. We could talk a lot about people. Birchie, you know, Tristan, um, Mitch, earlier. 
Yeah, Mitch was doing um, He said he was going smaller. He's posted just uh, the other night. He's on like 30 carpet clutches. I, I saw was, that. I thought he was going smaller. He's cool. back up again. How cool <laughs> were all his outdoor carpet enclosures? Yeah, I, um, I've had a fire for outdoor aviaries again. So that's a interesting little side project I'm working on. So that's good fun. Being able to keep animals outdoors and pits and aviaries and, and things like that. So that'll be cool to see how Mitch goes, especially with so many clutches. He's obviously doing something right up there. Pretty easy up in that environment, up in Queensland, uh, where he's Sunshine Coast or yeah, somewhere. Queensland anyway. <laughs> warm enough, put it that way. Warm yeah. enough, pen- well, Penrith's pretty much warm enough, but yeah. <laughs> the, the winters are cold, so at least up there the, the winters are warmer. Um, yeah, no, Mitch is doing some good stuff. I, I was surprised when he said he's uh, yeah, ramping back a bit, and then uh, yeah, he posted like 30 carpet clutches the other night or something coming on, so that's going to be interesting. He's going to be a very busy boy. Yes. A bit like uh, me and yourself. This <laughs> yeah, it'll be good fun. Mm. Cool. Uh, so last little thing to touch on, what um, hatches can people expect from you and expect around uh, around January to hassle you for? What, what are some things that are going to be available? Well, let's say February, because January's going to be way too close. Maybe you're right. It's going to be feeding by then. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm going to have oh, plenty of blizzards going, um, plenty of seed blizzards, things like that. Um, some albino marbles. I'm going to have a fair few of them happening this season. Um, obviously, I'm counting my chickens before they hatch, so that the eggs are still in the incubator. But, you know, double-head tarbles, uh, you know, marbles and... Yeah, 100% hat and things like that, T-plus, Your Marble T-plus combos. Yeah, all those All them are really good foundation animals, you know. If you're looking to get into a project, T-plus, hat marble, marble hat T-plus, really good way to increase your odds, Um, you know, while also, you know, not breaking the bank, so. Exactly, visual cost visual, hat the other, or the opposite, wherever you want to put it. It's a fun clutch to hatch. (laughs) And, uh, oh, I'm going to have plenty of, um, you know, platinums that are going to be, you know, 66% hat uh, granite available as well. Same scenario, easy and cheap way to get into a platinum granite sort of project. Uh, You know, produce your own platinums, produce your own granites, produce your own double visual platinum granites, those kind of things. And, um... Uh, what do I say? A few secret squirrel projects that are, will come out in years to come, basically. Cool. Happy days. I think Always. I'll just have some, maybe some marbles, um, maybe some Max Posset Albs, things like that. I don't know yet. Wait and see what I keep back. There, there should be also some uh, carpets, um, pure, they're still waiting for a delay, pure jungle zeb. Um, there's an albino zeb, and then we've also got uh, het pepper eggs incubating. To so say, if anyone wants some weed carpets, and you got some platinum granites from mine. A uh, couple of pairs I sold you a couple of years ago. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. That's a couple of max. We'll wait and see if I let them go. They the eggs got a hatch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. So, uh, like I said, we'll try and jump on here a little bit more. Fingers crossed, everyone will see us at expos. But we'll, we'll jump on here before then. So I'll be there. Cool. You going to all the expos this year, or yeah, what's probably. your plans? Unless you can uh, manage eighteen stalls, and <laughs> uh, my 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 issue is going to be going back and forth through the husbandry wizard and uh you know PPA uh, stall sort of thing. Um, still trying to work out how what I'm going to do with that, but um yeah, I've got animals to sell and I've got um yeah the app to promote things like that. Like uh, obviously I want people to get on board. It's Australian made, Australian produced. Um, it's cheap, 
much cheaper than the ones out there. So, yeah, um, see what happens. Cool. We'll leave it on that. Yeah. Cheers, you guys. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Bye.